global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Hartford Funds. Hartford Funds, their benchmark is the investor. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Now over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call with Bill Maloney. Bill? Good afternoon, Catherine. U.S. stocks have rebounded for the lows for a second day with the Dow currently down nine points. Sesame's dropped five and Nasdaq is lower by 15. At one point, the Dow is down 119 points. The small cap 600 falls five and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.73%. Eight out of 11 SP sectors are still lower, led by declines in materials, industrials, and consumer discretionary. Utilities, healthcare, and financials gained. Dow Transports fall 67, NASA Biotech dropped 12, and the VIX is higher by 4%. Leaders to the downside in the Dow included Home Depot, UPX, and Walmart, while Travelers, Procter & Gamble, and J&J led. In other news, Tyson Foods sank 9%, was cut to sell at Pivotal amid a convincing class action lawsuit, Honeywell dropped 8%. Q3 profit forecast was below estimates, while the gap rose as much as 17%. That's the most since 2008. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Catherine? Thank you, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type SQUAK on your terminal. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil is down 63 cents a barrel, one and a quarter percent at 49.81. Spot gold up $2.10 a ounce at 12.5510. And the 10-year treasury up 3.30 seconds with the yield of 1.7269. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. The U.S. economy delivered modest job growth in September. Employment outside of the farm sector grew by 156,000 jobs during the month. This all according to the Labor Department. This was the smallest gain since May. Let's find out more from Tom Gimbel. He is the founder and the chief executive of LaSalle Network, and he joins us now from Chicago. Tom, thanks very much for being with us. First, tell people what is LaSalle Network, and then you can tell us about some trends in hiring. Sure. We're a a staffing, recruiting, and corporate culture firm. We're headquartered out of Chicago, working in about 23, 24 different major markets around the country with uh, physical offices in uh, Chicago and San Francisco, and then remote locations uh, in those other cities. And we provide recruiting, search, and staffing services, um, ranging from accounting and financial uh, personnel, human resources, marketing, technology, and administrative and call centers. So, Tim, uh, Tom, excuse me. Um, last time we talked, it, it seemed like you were reasonably uh, upbeat on yeah. hiring, given your business and the kind of people you were seeing uh, being offered jobs and and getting jobs. I want to get to the whole point, though, of what the Fed may do, and that's raising their key rate by a quarter point by the end of the year, which then may lead to a whole debate about, gee, and how many to do the following year. Is this going to affect the any momentum, however modest we have in hiring at this point? No, I think the Fed rate is going to, if the the Fed decides to increase interest rates, is going to be, secondary to how the uh, global economy responds, really the national economy and global economy responds to two things. Number one, the election and who takes over in uh, in January after the November election. And number two, what's going to happen with some of the, um, you know, not as pro-business legislation, and that is the increase in minimum wage 
and that continues to take effect in the next two, three, four years to come. And secondarily, um, the overtime exemption law, which will either happen in December or it will take place in June of 2017, and those will greatly affect how corporations are compensating people, running people, what they're doing with overtime pay, people getting laid off, how, what the salaries are for new hires. I think there's a lot will go into it, and I think, uh, quite frankly, 25 basis points by the Fed in uh, November or December isn't going to have that great of effect on those issues. Tom, I wonder if you could just offer an example. Uh, you don't have to name the company, but an example of how you have seen these new regulations change the behavior of employers. Sure. So we're working with a lot of companies right now that have a millennial workforce. They're hiring people out of college. I'm not talking about the, the most expensive areas like San Francisco or New York, but in, in other cities around the country. And they're hiring a millennial group out of, uh, out of college, white collar, liberal arts kids, and they're getting jobs between thirty and forty thousand dollars a year. And they're in either management training programs, they're in inside sales, they're in operational roles, and now they're not going to be able to work more than forty hours a week. And the traditional way that this country's been built on the white collar side and the whole story of from the mailroom to the CEO, was put in by sweat equity and, and working your butt off to get ahead, and now that's not going to happen. So you're not going to allow people to compete uh, unless companies want to spend excremental uh, dollars um, to pay these folks. It's, it's a different mindset than this country's ever seen before. You know, I just have to tell you, I just want to throw this in, that uh, Bank of America Merrill Lynch Global Research put out uh, a piece by Ethan Harris, who is one of their top economists there, around the world in 18 days. Uh, and he said that uh, the uh, the question of the election has come to the election probabilities far outweigh what the Fed might do. So it's interesting. Do you think it's a question of sentiment or because of the policy changes that, that might occur that it's going to make such a big difference to businesses? You know what I mean? Is it like they're too, Trump is too much of an unknown? Hillary's more of a known quantity. Trump's offered uh, big tax cuts. What do you think that businesses are looking for when they think about workers and what they're going to do next? I think what businesses look at and they say, um, that Hillary Clinton coming in is is more of a probably a little bit more to center of what the current administration is, but it's a known commodity and we know what we're going to get. But there still is a lot more, um, you know, uh, legislation, a lot more rules, a lot more compliance than than business would like. I think they feel with Trump. I was listening to, to three CEOs of companies that are are nine big, good nine figure companies, hundred to nine hundred million in revenue the other day, and they said. I'm not going to tell you that I'm voting for Trump. What I am going to tell you is that a Republican president is better for business than a Democratic president. Okay, well, let's leave it there. Uh, we're so happy to have just spoken with Tom Gimbel, founder and CEO of LaSalle Network. He said it. The Fed may raise the key rate once this year, a couple times next year, but people are really mostly focused right now on the presidential election, and I suspect the closer we get, the truer that is going to become. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox on Taking Stock. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by New York Community Bank. Ask about their My Community Interest Checking with free New York Community Banking online and mobile banking. Earn more, get more. Visit mynycb.com for details.